What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass cylinder breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams. As always, I'm joined by Shan Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? And speaking of movers and shakers of glass cylinder breakers, I brought back Aisha Hollins to the show. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. So it's so glad to have you back on the show. So, so Aisha is a trailblazer in digital forensics. She also is a public speaker and she is now a novelist. So she wrote a, uh, a book called Technology Guide to Divorce. So we're definitely going to talk about that throughout the week. So definitely uh, continue to tune in. Uh, but uh, it's, it's amazing to have you on the show. I don't know how we keep booking you, to be honest with you. Because so. <laughs> I love you guys. We we greatly appreciate that, sure. but uh, we're definitely going to get into all that. So we're going to talk to you about uh, the show. We're going to talk to you about the upcoming symposium, uh, as well as we're going to talk to you about your upcoming podcast. So definitely tune in throughout the rest of the week to hear all those great nuggets. But first off, uh, we have a topic for today's episode. So I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. This one's from Ars Technica. It was written by Dan Gooden, and it's Chinese state hackers infect critical infrastructure throughout the U.S. and Guam, right? So... China's at it again, right? Like we always have, we always have issues with China where they're they're trying to, you know, steal intellectual property or you know put some malware somewhere, trying to get some, trying to gather evidence for stuff. You know what I mean? But uh, this time, uh, what they did is they have a, a Chinese government hacking group, right? And uh, they got a football a foothold inside uh, critical infrastructure environments throughout the U.S. and Guam. And the reason it's important for Guam, right, is it's uh, it's geographical. Uh, uh, prominence, I guess you could say, right? So Guam is one of those places where, you know, it's a territory that we use for uh, for doing things out in the, in the Pacific when it, militarily, right? Um, so the thinking behind what they're doing, right, is that they're trying to get ahead of the game so that if something does kick off, because if you're paying attention to the news right now, like China's out there testing waters, you know what I mean? They're out there, you know, playing around in different areas, contesting, you know, different uh, country hoods and stuff like that, saying, no, 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 that's still China, you know, all the different things that they're doing. But what they're doing here, though, um, the, this group is tracked by Microsoft, right? And they track them under the name Vault Typhoon. They've been a, a active for at least two years. And they're, what they're, what they're uh, focusing on is more espionage information gathering for, you know, China, right? So uh, what, they've, what they've started to do is they've started to do uh, uh, these things called living off the land attacks, okay? So living off the land attacks. So the, what, what this really is, just to, to put it in a nutshell, it's more or less, so most of the time when we bring stuff to you guys, it's you know, some type of malware or, or ransomware, right? Some type of um, some type of software that's put onto a system. Well, living off the land is them using things that are already native to a system, right? So uh, something that may have a vulnerability on it, right? It's it's a matter of them exploiting that vulnerability, but not by putting software on, but by using scripts and things of that nature, right? So it's called living off the land attack, and this is what they're doing, right? So what what they're what they're aiming for here mostly is mostly Soho devices, right? So it's just small office, home office devices, you know, so things we have in our home, right? Our own routers and modems and things of that nature, um, because it's easier. It's easier that way because, I mean, I hate to say this, but, you know, most people that have their own, you know, their own routers, I mean, they don't pay attention to them like they should, right? Uh, they let the firmware go out of date, you know, all these different things that are that are easier to exploit. Um, so it makes it it makes it an easier target for China to to 
to kind of gather information, right? So they just use those resources. So um, this is this is kind of what they're getting into getting into doing, right? And and this is this is kind of a big deal right now. So like we already we already know China is out here doing this stuff, but even though Microsoft is in in on this, right? There was an advisory put out and it was jointly published, right? And this is all the organizations that jointly publish this. This is how you know it's serious, right? So CISA, you got U.S. Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, right? Australian Cybersecurity Center, Canadian Center for Cybersecurity, New Zealand National Cybersecurity Center, and United Kingdom National Cybersecurity Center, right? So we got some major players in there that are dealing with this, right? That's how serious this is. But um, China's out there, China's out there, I hate to give them credit, but they're being smart about this, right? Like they're not going after the big dogs, right? They're not going after, you know, DOD where they have the firewalls and and, and these routers and all these things that are protected better. They're going after, you know, the, the, the common man and woman that just aren't taking care of their home networks. And it just makes for a softer target. You know what I mean? So Aisha, what's your thoughts on this? Oh, uh, Shannon, thank you so much. That's great. Um, Yeah. So the thing is, um, we we've already heard, right? We're going after the, the this cyber war, right? That that we've been discussing for years and years, right? Um, them attacking critical infrastructure. That again, that's the first place they're gonna start, right? We already identify that. Um, I do find that it it was very um strategic. You're going to already use vulnerabilities that are already in the system, right? I it, as soon as I read or heard about this uh, particular breach, I began to remember you guys remember back in 2015 how Lenovo had um laptops that were coming out of the factory pre-infected, right? So it was like, um, oftentimes we'll sit and we'll think, oh, this is not possible. Or how are they using their automatically, some of this stuff they're aware of because we don't know as the, the, as the common consumer, you don't know, or you don't think to check your particular um, devices for vulnerabilities, where are they weak? Um, you know, am I at risk? Am I? the man in the middle, right? Like, am I being used as that man in the middle? And then even after that, and not to just throw Lenovo under the bus, but then Lenovo got, it was done again in 2022, right? They had another 100 of their laptops that came back out. So um, when you begin to, to think about like, how do we get in front of some of these things or, you know, how is China able to do it? They're actually playing off of just our, our inability to just look sometimes. They're looking where we're not, you know? It's scary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I, I like both, both of you pretty much hit it on the head, right? Uh, it's not mu much more for me to add, but it's kind of like cheating off the test. Like they already have the answers. They already know what is is vulnerable. So um, uh, it, it's, it's I, you have to put this one on the consumer, like to be honest with you, um, in, in my, my opinion anyway, because um, the manufacturers are going to, um, eventually remediate push patch and things of that nature uh in this case those those state actors are already aware of uh said risk vulnerabilities things of that nature so if the consumer is not pulling the patches is not doing the remediation or uh the, the product is end of life and they need to get rid of it then what else can you do like there's not not much more that could be done uh in this case if, if anything um uh you have to educate the consumer let them know like hey you need to be doing these things but at the end of the day that's not their focus right they just want to jump on the internet <laughs> they just want to do the thing 
So, so you're right, right? But like, we already know the consumer is not gonna gonna put that time in, right? They just want it, just like you said. They want. Can I get to Facebook? Can I get to Twitter? Can I get? I'm good to go. Whatever it is, right? Like I'm good to go. But but the reason the reason this is a little bit harder, right? Because when you do the attacks like this, this is not necessarily so. Like, say you have a somewhat smart user, right? What are they gonna do? They're gonna be like, well, I have antivirus for that. Well, antivirus isn't necessarily looking for this. It's looking for something foreign on the system, right? It's right. not looking for that script that's running on there that's that's doing all these things or necessarily the network traffic that's being generated um, for things that are going out of the system, right? So antivirus, your, your normal antivirus isn't necessarily looking for that. There's other things you have to do that the the the, the common person is not really thinking about. And, that, and that's kind of that's kind of where they're smart on this. You know, I hate to give them credit, right? I feel like I'm giving credit to more of these to more of these criminals than I should. Like, <laughs> to the criminals. <laughs> they get, they're getting they're getting smarter and i'm like ah, i gotta get in their due but but that's just that's kind of where it's different you know but then who own who owns the notifications right so i think about so think about if your car if you bought your car and there was a recall or mm-hmm. there was a problem right your particular car factory or the car company they're gonna send you a letter and tell you bring it in and we'll do blah 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 Right. So where does the responsibility reside, right? Is it, I know that I've sold X amount of machines and so therefore it's on insert Best Buy, right? Like right. we sent out a notification, hey, we are aware of, right? So there's due diligence still back to, is that the factory? Is that the, the big box store that's selling those things? Or is it just, again, back on the consumer every now and again, if you purchase it, you do need to be mindful or cognizant of what am I looking for, right? We, we have to get out of that. It's okay that I buy it, but I don't necessarily check you know, what I'm using. And, and it's okay that I remain um, ignorant to some of the things that, that are going on out there, right? Because this, you cannot take that China has a government hacking group that is using vulnerability. Why, then why are we even sharing the news, right? That they're doing it. So if we can tell you that this, these are the loopholes and this is how they're doing it, then where, what's the next step? Right. Maybe it's mandatory registration, which I hate to say because that, that flies in the face of freedom, right? But right. when you purchase a vehicle, you have to register it, right? That's right. And then you receive that letter. I just received one for my uh, my wife's car. And, and in this case, it's crying wolf. It's telling you that there is a, a problem that we cannot fix yet. We're working on it. Like, stop sending me that letter <laughs> until you have the fix. But in this case, like, let's say you purchase core infrastructure, I guess. So you're you're buying... Um, a, a switch, a router, or an endpoint device of some some kind of substance, right? So maybe you're not registering. But even your fridge is smart nowadays, right? So even that would have to be mandatorily registered. Like, okay, I bought this thing so that way I can get notifications. But then people are going to say, that's that's Big Brother watching me, right? As opposed to like Big Brother protecting you. <laughs> that's right. That's so there right. has to be some kind of, uh, I guess, concessions made. Um, but at the end of the day, I hate to say it. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be the, uh, like Shannon says, he's the Patriot guy, right? I don't want to be Shannon in this case, but I, I think that there has to be some sort of process to let us know that you have these smart devices in your home. And now we need to push you uh, updates and notifications. And just like you said, this is a letter in the mail, maybe like, Hey, uh, did you know that your fridge is susceptible to X, Y, and Z, or you were, uh, in my case, it's bought a washer and dryer, right? Um, which are smarter than me. Um, hey, these things have issues and then you need to 
or you can you can you can trick the consumer. I hate to say that too, but you can make it where you cannot get the app until you register. That could be the 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 uh, the the loop that ties this all together. Like if you want, because I can use my my washer or my dryer until I download the app, and I could not do the app without getting the key from the inside of the washing machine. Like there's like to keep people from being able to steal your uh, or be a man in the middle, they make you use a specific key that's on the inside of the um, the uh, the glass door, uh, and then that forced me to register it, and then that allowed me to download the app. So I, I, there's some smart things that need to probably be done here, but we say all that, none of that's being done, right? <laughs> no one cares enough until something big happens, right? Where you have like a botnet that takes down uh, a DoD facility that's made up of uh, IoT devices or something like that. That's when the, there'll be regulation that'll that'll come in. But now I thought this was a good conversation. Um, so definitely uh, continue to tune in throughout the week. So Monday and Tuesday are topics. Wednesday discussion all week. We have Aisha Hollins on the show. So definitely tune in for that. Uh, we're going to go over her, um, her, her book. So she's an author. Now we're going to go over her upcoming symposium for the month of June. Um, and then we're also going to talk about her upcoming podcast. So, so definitely tune in throughout the week for all that good information. Uh, hit us up uh, by the website's name. We're now on Heroes Media Group. So if you want to uh, uh, go over there to listen to us, but we're still on all the major uh, podcasting platforms that you've uh, been listening to us on. Uh, you can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and Twitter. And Aisha, where can people find you? I am also, uh, you can find us at www.dorensic.com or we're on LinkedIn. Um, I am Aisha there, um, also on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Oh, you have an upcoming symposium that we're going to get into uh, later on the week, but we'll make sure to put that in the, uh, uh, all that good information in the, uh, the links um, that are uh, associated with the show wherever you found us at. So where you can click on those. Uh, I also have an upcoming uh, webinar. So it'll be my first professional webinar. That is on June 1st. Go over GBLA, GBLA safeguard rules. So look for that link as well. Please tune in for that. Uh, and then Shannon is uh, off the map. He's off the grid. So you won't be able to find him. But <laughs> if you would like to speak to Shannon, leave me a comment and I'll pass it to Shannon. <laughs> I'm the man in the middle. Uh, but definitely continue to tune in. Thank you for, uh, for listening to the show. Stay safe. Stay secure. Thank you.